Welcome, world, to episode 144 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast, the best video game podcast around. I'm Chance. I write the games of Chance.blogspot.com. Joining me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? Uh, if there's ever any doubt of how much I like you guys, I am recording right now instead of playing Guacamelee 2. Yeah, Aww. that's what I'm doing instead of yeah. playing Guacamelee. Yeah. I just and, started it. And for the record, it's 134. It's 134? What does that mean? No, no. It's episode 134. You said 144. Oh, God damn it. That's, That's okay. okay. That's good enough. Here I get to be are, right every once in a while. Here on the Games of Chance. <laughs> here on the Games of Chance, Chamberlain being correct is a rare and yeah, exactly. beautiful event like, like a harvest moon. So let's all bask in it. <laughs> I'm but, right about Guacamelee 2 being good, right? Did Please you tell bo- me. Did you, well, have you booted it up at no, all? No, I haven't touched it. All I can tell you so far is that it's gorgeous. Um, it begins literally at the end of the last game, not after the end of the last game, at the end, the true ending of the last game, where, like, you get fucking everything, and you complete the ancient pieces of the mask, and, uh, Kalaka transforms into the great demon thing, and you defeat him. You actually go through, like, a simplified version of those boss fights. Yes, and then, uh, and then, like, congratulations, uh, you, 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 you beat the guy, the, the girl lived. Seven years later... Juan's still in that same house in the agave field. <laughs> but now he has these two adorable, like, googly-eyed children <sighs> running around. It's, it's, and he's got a big paunch. It's really cute. And that's okay. as far as I've gotten. I haven't okay. even, like, thrown a punch yet beyond that boss. Excellent. Fight. But Excellent. it's gorgeous. Just the music of the Pue- Pue- Pueblocho theme or whatever. Wow. The theme of the town. And just watching the agave hills roll by as you run past them. Like, it's so beautiful. It's so I gorgeous. Feel, I am- Looking forward to it. The fact that I'm playing an indie on my PS4 alone is like, that's weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah I'm thrilled. Guacamelee 2 day. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Oh, Alex is here too. Hi. Oh, hey, Alex. What'd you get here? Uh, I just snuck in. I didn't see you come in. I'm like that. I walk in the palms of my feet. <laughs> I actually get complaints. <laughs> I, I, I live in a very creaky apartment and I'm on the oh. top floor and I try to pay it forward. <laughs> and people actually like people in your building are like you're so quiet dude no oh no like it's, it's a really creaky uh-huh. floor they have no idea how much worse it could be that reminds me of a weird compliment I once got from a from a dude well from a friend one of my best friends in high school was a girl named Joanna and she was a she was a self-proclaimed grease monkey she worked in a lube shop and she like doing all the changes and she was a total gearhead. She loved this little sports car that she bought on the cheap and, and she loved driving it really fast. And she, again, we were really good friends and it was weird how we became friends. One day after math class, I walked up to her. I go, you want to go work on this? She goes, yeah. And it was like we'd known each other our whole lives. It was really weird. Hmm. And then one day we're driving down the Trans Canada Highway out to where I live because I used to live out in the boonies. And Joe had never shown any interest in me whatsoever. But we're driving down the highway in in a uh, manual transmission Honda Accord, and I look over at her, and she's given me the look. And I go, what? And she goes, you shift gears really smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it took. I've been quoting quoting poetry to this girl for years. All I had to do was nope, switch a manual nope. transmission. The fact that you can run a manual transmission without yeah. grinding the gears. My God, my God, this man has a soft touch. I mean, Ooh. it should have been obvious in retrospect. <laughs> you know, it, no, that's the whole. Were you shifting with just the tips of your fingers? You weren't using your whole palm, just kind of. A no, gentle, no, it was, like... it, was, it was just that you couldn't feel any change in the velocity of the car as uh... I went. It wasn't like that. 
thing that cars do that was just okay. smooth sailing. Okay. It was an extension okay. of your own arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You managed so, uh, to clutch well. Okay. I'm still playing Dead Cells. It has Why? that effect on people. I'm, I, I still really love it. And I was thinking about I was thinking about the fact that I know I still haven't beaten the hand of the king, but I have a loadout right now that I think might work on him. I don't even have a melee weapon. Well, you know what? It's kind of like um, Darkest Dungeon, where like even though I'll never beat it, it doesn't mean the time I spent with it was a waste. So Darkest Dungeon is eminently beatable. Riffing, uh, I am not. I'm not grinding that much. I just can't. I just can't. No. Riffing at what you just said, you have a loadout that you think might work. That's right. Okay, so I played Dead Cells over the weekend. I played some on Friday, and then I had to make sure that I thought what I thought, so I played some again on Sunday. And I hate the game. And I hate it because the gameplay is exquisite. It's so good. But the rest of the game is a fucking slot machine. I might as well be in Vegas, Mm, waiting for the right weapons to succeed. Nope. 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 Disagree. No, because I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell First you exactly you what. Can, no, no, no. You can engineer the game so that the drops that come up, the weapons that are dropped, are only the weapons that you decide get unlocked. And how much grinding does that take? Not, A fair amount. Maybe 10 to 12 hours. Yeah. Not much. 10 to 12 hours of doing the same thing, not succeeding, grinding at it. How is that fun? Well, no, it gives okay. you a couple branching directions to go into, and the, each yeah. each level to me is pretty distinct enough to warrant bunches of playthroughs. It is. They are very and, different, yes. And but again, they're not even levels; they're biomes. Yeah. They're procedurally generated biomes. You'll literally never play the same level of Dead Cells twice. True, but they're full of the same enemies. True, but I'm getting really good at killing those guys to yeah. the point where where I can get like you know the the assassin's dagger that does crits from the back, and I don't need to freeze guys before doing backstabs on them because the controls are that fucking good in this yeah. game. Yeah, like, they to me, are. It, to me, it really opened up when I started getting good at like the time trial doors and being able to beat the first like area in under like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And like once you do that, you start just cascading like every single time door. There's like maybe eight in a whole run, and you just get a ton of loot and level ups. See- Okay, the way now, the game now, teased me drove me crazy, though, because the very first time I played it, I got to the last guy of the first area. I got to, I don't know what he's called, the guy on the bridge? Concierge, bridge. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to him because the very first time you play, it gives you some decent weapons as a tease. What did it give you? I don't remember. A blood sword of some sort and a decent crossbow and, you know, stuff that I didn't see for three more runs because they didn't drop. So it literally teases you the first time you play by giving you better stuff than you're going to get again until you grind more and either improve your odds or get lucky enough. So second and third run were shit. Fourth run, I get to that guy again and I beat him and it's only because I had better weapons. And I did nothing to earn those better weapons. It's just luck at the draw. How is that okay? It's an opportunity to use different weapons. They're all, I would say, pretty equally fun as long as you're not using the foot. That thing is crap. Do you really think, do you really think that the only thing that changed between your first attempt on that boss and the second attempt on the boss was your loadout? Do you not yes. think that your, you changed a little bit? No. You were better at fighting the guy. Because no. now I'm at the point where I can get to that guy with shit weapons. Yeah. And not happy at all with what my loadout is, but I know I can beat the shit yeah. out of the concierge. Okay, but that, okay, but you have fought him a lot more times. Yes, I have. I fought him twice. The first time, I actually was doing okay, but I just, it was just attrition. I could not do enough damage. Before that he is killed really me. Frustrating. And then the fourth time, I w- it was literally like 15 seconds, and he was dead. 
And the only well, difference was I had better, you know, one of those things that you throw out in the ground, like crossbow guys that fire, fire, fire back yeah, and forth. Yeah. I like pinned in between two of them. And then I sat back with some ridiculous um, combat bowl that did crits if you're too, if you're close with it. And I just wiped them out. And I, hate I, I got zero satisfaction out of that because I didn't do any of the work. Well, yeah, and the turrets aren't was, anywhere near as fun as like the blink abilities. And just stuff. the weapons. It was just the weapons. I still haven't even found a blink ability. You okay. what? But when I, I, I still haven't found one. Oh my I, god, it's my favorite. I know. Uh, I think it might be in a time door, but whatever. I don't, um, I don't know. I was, I was playing. I was thinking about the game the other day, and I was thinking specifically about Don't Starve. And Don't Starve for a long time didn't even have an end game. It didn't exist. the The goal of the game was just to survive as long as you could. Period. And there's, you know, literally only so much you can do in the world, but you can keep on building your camp up and up and up and up and up, and just try to survive every day. And the act of doing that for me, I played probably 300 hours of Don't Starve. Love Don't Starve. And again, no purpose, no end game, no no credits. I'm looking forward to seeing roll. The act of playing it was good enough. Let's just tip to the fact that it does Tim Burton better than Tim Burton. Well, it's modern. been a little while for Tim Burton. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Burton hasn't really Tim Burton since Sweeney Todd. But um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't bad. But playing it, like I, I I think about the review I wrote of Mark of the Ninja, and the the bits in there about how the ninja controlled and how he just like how he would be out of the door uh, and off in the shadows about to kill someone before Sonic the Hedgehog had laced up his sneakers. <laughs> the the yeah the the ninja mark of the ninja and the the character in dead cells feel very similar in terms of how they can zip across a level just smooth as silk and once you get the spider rune um it feels even better because you jump and you hit a wall and you press into the wall and he will run up the wall about seven feet and then oh. you can jump off that and run up the next wall so his wall no. his wall jump is not a ping pong it's a jump run jump run jump run up a wall it's fucking awesome it feels See, amazing even- I haven't even tried that, and that sounds awesome. It does. It is. It feels really good. And and I I have beaten all these levels a hundred times. I have gone through the 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 prison repeatedly. I have gone through, uh, and I've learned. And Alex is right that there is a there are certain courses you can take through the levels before you get to the Chamberlain. I can go through four levels before I hit the Chamberlain instead of just two. Instead of just doing the uh, the prison then the ramparts. You can do, or no, the the prison, the no, you're right. The, no, yeah, the, 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 the promenade, the prison, the promenade, and the ramparts. Instead of doing that, you can do the prison, prison. the promenade, um, the ancient, the, the sewers. An, no, not the ancient sewers. The the I don't know the ruined the still village. The ossuary. No, the ossuary comes. Okay, hang on. Let me pull up my fucking. Yeah, no, they're all really vague. General. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even the boss. The still names. village. The still village is after. The first boss. I you know that, that because place. I got there. The timekeeper is... Oh, I, no, I kicked the Stilts village, Village's ass up I hit the pirates. Okay, what, what you do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they hit like a truck. Yeah, they uh, do. Cannonballs. Prom- Promenade of the Condemned to the Prison Depths to the Ossuary to the Black Bridge. So instead of doing two levels before hitting the Black Bridge, I'm doing three. And then when you go on, you can you can do uh, the Stilt Village to the clock tower. But if you want to get a time door, you got to do still village to the forgotten sepulcher. You really have to learn the world to min max it. But again, um, my skill as a player in dead cells has significantly evolved just by the act of playing it mm-hmm. to the point that I can get to the concierge with shitty, shitty weapons 
and just yeah. beat the shit out of him because he's really not that hard of a fight. Like, I, I Even Timekeeper. Yeah. I fought Timekeeper with shitty weapons because I'm just so good at fighting that motherfucker now. And yeah. the last time I fought the Hand of the King, I got him down to 20%. Well, here's the thing. If you're fighting the second to last guy before you get to the Hand of the King with shitty weapons, mm-hmm. how are you enjoying it knowing that you're not going to have a chance to actually beat the Hand of the King? Well, because the fact that you got that far in a run, that's an no, achievement yeah. in itself. No, no, no. It's 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 the same way that playing Don't Starve is fun. It's the same way that playing it's it's that, and it's the same way that playing Mark of the Ninja was fun. Except these aren't just ten static levels that will never never change. Yeah. I can enjoy the act of running around this world and beating the shit out of the guys in ad infinitum because it's fun to play. See, it's a game that's fun to play. Was, like was the Goblin's not fun? He didn't reach the end. That almost no one did. I did. What are you talking you about? You reached the end of Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I reached the end of Super Ghouls and Ghosts, not oh. Ghosts and Goblins. Well, you know, that that's still an accomplishment, I think. Yeah, but it's like the, the act of playing that game is fun, even though you the probably end, won't reach the end. Most people did not get to the end of that yeah. fucking game. No. Um, but here's the thing. Part of the enjoyment for me for any game is it ending. Ah. It's being done with that game. And you are better at this game than I am. In general, you both are better at video games than I am. And I don't know, Alex, if you beat him, but knowing the chance has not beaten this Hand of the King. Oh, I've no, never no way in hell. Him. I've only reached them like twice. Yeah. Knowing that, knowing that I'm not going to be able to get there without grinding and grinding and grinding, it sucks the enjoyment out of it. You can you get take, there without grinding and grinding and grinding. Yeah. Take, I, take, I suck so bad I had to grind to get to that point. Take this exact mechanics. Take, take the character. Take how it looks. Take everything and make me a good linear or even Metroidvania thing. And I would love it. That does sound fun. Take this does. and make a guacamole out of it. It does, but I feel and like... And it would be awesome. Because that, I would be good and then it would be done. Yeah, but see, see that, is, that is very much your... Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying try to empathize with the 12-year-old who wants to play a video game. And he's got to decide what video game he can buy this month that he can enjoy for the rest of the month until maybe next month his mom gives him enough money to buy another game. What, what, like, what do you think built Bethesda? Yeah, think about... <sighs> exactly. Think about, like, uh, an important aspect of a game's value and whether or not it's worth full price as far as I'm concerned is its replayability, unless we're talking about something that is, like, perfect as a linear exercise, as a, as a real narrative. And if we're talking about The Last of Us or, you know, just one of the... A Dead Space. Devil something, May Cry 3. Exactly. Something that has to exist in that way. Okay, that's you know, there's there's an argument to be made for that, but uh, how much how much content a game has is an important aspect of its of its value. And to a lot of people, I guarantee you, to kids, uh, to people with without a lot of exp- uh, disposable income, uh, a game that uh, can never be played the same way twice is very valuable. It's not a mark against this game; it's a mark in its favor. What were they? Was it fifteen bucks? That was about no, it's twenty five. Okay, it's twenty five on. Uh... On PSN. Well, and then it was probably like seventy five for me because I bought it on Switch, and then I bought it physically. <laughs> like, I'll, be, okay. I'll be honest; like I was super broke when Hollow Knight rolled around, and half the reason I was just blown away by that game was like I cannot believe my fifteen bucks got me this. Hollow Knight is very generous, but I the, Hollow Knight. A lot of people have been talking about how well oh, Hollow Knight and Dead Cells both came out; these two wonderful Metroidvanias. No, they're very, apples, yeah, apples they're and oranges. Different. Yeah, apples and oranges. Man. Like this is a. a yeah, it's like comparing Bark and the Ninja to like I don't know. Mm. 
I keep trying to think of another storage over Metroidvania, and I can't, I can't do it. From the little I saw of Hollow Knight Mark versus Dead Cells. not a Metroidvania in any No, it's any well, no but like you were saying, like the, the mobility and like the action core yeah. of... Uh, yeah, well, I, the combat in Dead Cells is better than the combat in Hollow Knight. And at least from what I've seen. It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- it's very different. Like, it's very, very different. They're both... This is more actiony. It's more twitchy. No, I think it is more satisfying. But yes. Hollow Knight is is also very very satisfying, just in a very different direction. Mm. It's still wonderful. They're both wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm glad There's you two are in your heart and wallet for both. I'm, I'm glad you two are enjoying Dead Cell still. I gave it the college try. I played. I, I want to say I, about four hours. About four hours. Hmm, that's, that's more than I expected. I bounced off it about seven hours in when I hit the clock tower and didn't pick it back up to like. Maybe three months after that, and then it got in me. Then I, I figured out how to really. Oh yeah, I have figured out how to make that thing. The last area I got to, where I finally threw up my hands and said, "I'm done with this." I was in the ossuary, mm. and I came across an elite. Mm-hmm. It locked yeah. me in a room with an elite, and he had an attack that filled half the screen, and he like one shot me. I'm like, "That's it." It never I'm locks done. you in a room with an elite. It did. I went in no, there, like and the, the doors closed on either side of me. And that's the that's like the end of the that's at the end of the game. Yeah, that's the castle. No, no, no. I was in the ossuary, and it said hmm. it, it was one. Of, maybe maybe I'll eat the wrong word. It was just one of the super powerful normal guys. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I those walked guys in. Are super foam when they start teleporting. Yeah, and the doors the doors closed on either side. I couldn't get out. Did he have a wide hat and spin, or did he have a sword? Uh, he oh, had a sword. You know what? The I wide hat and spin guy. I figured out how to do him. I froze him, and then I dropped all this stuff around. Him. I think there's a. Uh, there's a rune. Like, the first time you get a rune, you have to, like, beat a boss and close it. I, that might be it. It might be because I touched I, something like, and he showed so up. Yes, and one of the runes is in the ossuary. Yeah, so maybe that was, that's what it was. That was a rune fight. You you missed getting a permanent power-up. Yeah, well, then, then I shut the game off because I was done with it at that point. Now, it's actually... I, I want to say it's actually not too bad with stealing stuff from you on death because you keep a fair amount of gold and your yeah. cells are gone, which sucks, but... Yeah, but but what the cells get you is 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 kind of less important in the long run than the experience of doing it over and over and over again and understanding. That's not true. The cells unlock new weapons, and without the new weapons, you're not going to have any success. That's not true. With the new weapons, you might not have any success because what what unlocking items with the cells does and doesn't do for you is it adds shit to the loot tables that the game is going to draw from. So you can pick and choose what populates those tables based on what you unlock or don't. You can dictate what swords you will get dropped. You can dictate what bombs get dropped just by virtue of not unlocking them. No, I can look at something and and say that that's not going to be more helpful to me than an ice grenade. A cluster bomb, well, that looks kind of handy. Okay, I'll take that. (laughs) Yes, it is quite good. But I still haven't found something that's better than the crossbowmatic. I love the crossbowmatic as a as like a, the sub item. Yeah. If I can get two of those, I'm just gonna, look. What I've got now, I never I never told you the the loadout I've got right now. Okay. What I've got right now that I think could actually maybe beat the shit out of the hand of the king is I've got two crossbowmatics. I've got the ice blast, not like an ice bow or something, but like the blast, the secondary yeah. weapon, ice blast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I forget the exact name of the weapon, but I think it's called Hakuto's bow. Is that the one with three shots and it's like a sniper? No. Hakuda's bow fires one shot. It does very little damage. And it marks the target Oh yeah, yeah. to take massively increased damage from all sources. Mm-hmm. So all I do is toss out a trap, hit a fucker with this bow, 
and let the traps do the work. Okay. And, yeah, and it, 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 it moves to enemy to enemy when you kill the guy with the mark, right? Yes. Well, no, the oh, mark yeah, is yeah, yeah. Um, I just got that. Yes. And so, uh, so this, this is obliterating everything, like faster than any other combination I've found so far. So it wouldn't surprise me if I could get to the hand of the king, and I've gotten better at avoiding his attacks, frankly. So if I can just avoid his attacks while keeping the mark on him and throwing out my throwing out my traps, I might be able to beat that fucker. Wouldn't it be nice to start a run and just choose those weapons, though? And not have to wait for RNGesus to give them to you? You're not wrong. That's that's funny. Oh, damn. That's good. Um, no. What do you mean, no? You, you I, mean, I honestly you got... don't think... I don't think he's wrong. I think if, if you're struggling that much... Being able to pick like the starting weapon, I don't think is unreasonable. You can, which well, I mean, okay, which what I do is if I really don't like this two starting weapons, I restart. Yeah, you can do that. It's ten seconds. Money. It's ten seconds. You keep your money. Why not? And um, and only that. But but part of the nature of roguelikes is adapting with with how with what comes. You got to roll with the punches with a roguelike. That's part of the fun of it. Like in Don't Starve, I might spawn in a field that doesn't have any fucking carrots in it. (laughs) <laughs> how am I gonna? How am I gonna deal with this? Let's see. Let's 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 go on this adventure and find out. But you have strategized. You have thought this out. You have a a, a loadout that you would like to try on this boss. And you have, you've had a tr- have trouble defeating. And Keep the it, game, I didn't plan this never, loadout. The game may never give it to you. You may never get that. Ever. I, I didn't plan this loadout. I didn't ask for this loadout. I was just traipsing along. I had a, I had a frantic blade as my melee weapon. And I was doing just fine. I like the frantic blade. I get down to low health. I'd start beating the shit out of guys. It's really fun. Uh, what it does is it doesn't auto crit when you're less than half health. And then this bow comes along. So this is a crazy build I've got right now. I have two ranged weapons as my primary abilities. It's ridiculous. But, but the, the kind of opportunity came up. Do I want to take the risk of trying this as opposed to do using the tried and true sword that I've had 100% of my experience with pretty much is just freeze a guy, bash him up. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's give it a shot. That's the joy of the road. Like you wouldn't try shit like that if the game said, here's a bunch of stuff. Pick the one you want. People are going to pick the one. They're going to pick the one every well, yeah. single time and not yeah. try the, the other nine. The no. other nine have something valuable to say. They have, they have, there's fun in there. There's cool shit in there. There is a crossbow that's like a fucking shotgun that one shots everything it hits. It's I've amazing. Crossbow. So what you do here, take the game, preserve the difficulty, preserve the randomized levels, preserve losing all your shit when you die, but let me choose my loadout every time and I will love this game. Bullshit. No, absolutely. No, no. I, no. Feel, I feel like the fact the that it's hard that, is not what's whole, bothering me. The whole the losing fact, all the cells thing would still be yeah, a nail. Not if, if, if I get to keep what's unlocked and choose from that list when I start off, then progress would not be as stunted. You would not be at the mercy of the game. You would be. It would be under your control. I had because, not heard RN Jesus before. Thank you. <laughs> RN Jesus. Yeah, Pray that, to RN Jesus. That, that's a common. That's a common phrase. I, I had not seen it. I love Speaking it. of RN Jesus, holy cow can Slay the Spire kiss my ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with it too. Oh. Have you even gone to the third level? I once. It is a monster. Yes. And I didn't beat... There There are two different bosses in the second level. There's one guy like who's just this big armored dude. Yeah, and he's a, he just he's gets stronger and stronger and stronger. I've never beaten him. There's another guy who's actually a piece of cake compared to him. So I got this other guy, I got to the third level, I got like three floors in, and it wiped the floor with me. So I, again, I know what I want. 
I know what I want to try. If it would let me build my deck with cards that I have unlocked and choose that to go through, it'd be a lot more fun. Instead, I have to choose from three every time I go on whatever random artifacts you get. And well, the vast majority are crap. Oh, yeah. There's, there's artifacts that give you a little bit more gold when you go between levels. I don't care. I don't want that. So it's... I... Uh. Yeah. There, there was one thing oh. that I thought was garbage that ended up being the best thing in the game. Like, you know, this, uh, the Gecko Eye thing? Where it randomizes oh, the randomizes cost of all your, all your cards. Yeah. And like, yeah. You just, and you get, like, the Mallet thing, which is, like, the strongest base like base attack usually has, like, three... Three cost, yep. yeah. Yeah. I was getting that zero cost, like, a bunch. Like, a couple <laughs> times in a fight. It was amazing. I found a power that I would love again, that after you draw your cards, whatever the next card on the pile is, just get to play it at zero cost. Oh, that's good. It is. It was really good. And then I, I've, I have figured out, the more I've played it, that, that um, status effects are way more important than I thought they were. Oh, you, yeah. You, you live and die by buffing your strength and mm-hmm. debuffing the opponent. That's the only way you can get any further. But but still, I mean, you can have a perfectly built deck of like 20-odd cards or 30-odd cards, half defense, half offense, opening round. Guess what? No defense. You're eating 30 fucking damage. Yep. You get. I got wiped out in one turn by a boss, which is just this shouldn't happen. Yep. Yep. Like they they make it so that like the first shot. I think it was like maybe the Borderlands game. So like the first shot always misses, so you know who's shooting at you. Yep. You you need to give the player a chance, and that game just it wants doesn't you to, care demands it, that you break it, and I yeah. I don't want to break it just yet. I mean, and even if you break it again, it's luck of the draw to get those cards to break it again. And it's not as fun. No. No. It's see, the sweet spot for that game. Okay, the first two fights, first two or three Flores fights are boring because you got the same ten cards. Yeah, and it's just a bunch like, of fucking caterpillars. Yeah, it's like the end of the first area to the first boss, and the beginning of the second area is like the sweet spot. Yeah, it's really fun. And then it gets too hard, and then yep. the third area is just no fun again. So yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't that expensive. I'm not sad I bought it because it's. Something to do at work because I've stopped caring at work right the, now. The art is hilariously mediocre. Oh, it really is. My son walked down, saw me playing it, and he's like, why are you fighting a turnip with legs? Oh. And I'm like, yep, that's what it looks like. That's that's what it is. Okay, yeah. now it's the turnip monster. So that's, that's yeah. I, I We'll get to it in headlines, but don't buy Slay the Spire on Switch, Chance. Nah, I, no. There was no risk of that. Okay, good. There's a gameplay trailer for Torchlight Frontiers. I am oh, really? I am yeah. terrified to look at it. 58 seconds. Uh, YouTube Play Torchlight is the search. Is it? Is it a Diablo game at least? It looks exactly like a Diablo game. It looks like a oh, really cartoony Diablo game. All right, that's that's okay. That's, that's fine. heartening. That's fine. Oh, this looks nice. It does. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a Diablo game. Is it online or any crap like that? Well, okay. It's 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 a Diablo game, and I don't see any other players on screen. Good. Oh, oh wait. Now fine. now that's there's fine. two. Yeah. Uh, now there's two. Well, you can do it in Diablo 3. Yeah, but... it was multiplayer yeah, in Diablo 3. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, I've that's never fine. tried that's it. Fine. It looks good. It looks cute. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. So, uh... I still... Speaking f- of... Go ahead. I was just like, I've... Speaking of Diablo, I have, for the first time, just... I've always appreciated the stuff that Blizzard does, but they've never really held me for long. I really liked StarCraft 2 when that came out in 2010. Uh... Play the campaign, Holy. put it down. Holy Diablo shit, 3... StarCraft 2 was eight years ago? Yes, sir. What, 2010, man? God. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> like, remember how long it took to make that? 
Oh, I know, forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That thing was like 14 years Ugh. or something. And the Koreans still prefer the first one, but anyway. That's madness. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's such raving madness. Um, but no, I finally got it. I Diablo 3 has just took... It took four years. I've had it for like... I've had it for at least five years. I got it like two years after it came out. Played it once, put it down for four years, I think. And now I get it. I get why people spend all day playing a Blizzard game. The um the grind is immaculate. Like every little thing you do feeds into every other character you have. Your money is shared, your gems are shared, all your loot like there's some equipment some people can't equip, but for the most part your basic armor can be switched amongst everybody. And the only thing that would stop you is like the intelligence or strength buffs. Hmm. And there's a bunch of characters that you share that with. So like when you're getting really great equipment, you're not just thinking, oh, this is really great for my monk or whatever. I'm thinking, I wonder how this would work on my witch doctor. And you just the 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 grind always uh, you find better ways to make that work. There's things called like rifts, where you are like guaranteed at least one legendary thing if you beat it. But the catch is you have to kill like three levels of a dungeon and get nothing. And if you die, it's over. Ah. But if you do it, and I'm getting really good at doing it, especially on the wizard, I can blow through this. I'm like eight level eight out of thirteen torment, and just clear it in like two minutes, and just just drown in loot. But it's never enough. That's how it's <laughs> brilliant. Because like the first time, the first character I think took me like maybe twelve hours to get to level seventy. But after that, like you can just you get better like. Uh, passive buffs between each character so that now when you when I'm I'm building my witch doctor now after like the monk and the whatever it's my last character I'm now getting to level 45 in less than two hours holy crap holy crap so it's just like it's all about getting a character you've never tried up to level 70 it's like a tutorial and then you're like <laughs> well how how does this guy that like isn't really in the action the witch doctor who is just mostly he has like a meat shield of like zombie dogs and I hide behind that and I'm basically a magic uh, what's the word um, mortar cannon, hmm. and it's it's so much fun. It's completely different, and it's a totally viable way to play it. I am stunned. That's, that's such an intricately well put together game it was under my nose for years, and I never saw it. Well, it's you know, I mean the the reviews when it first came out were not good. No, so a lot of I think a lot of people slept on it. The the people who didn't day one it ended up sleeping on it. I and got then, Torchlight Two instead. I swore off it. Yeah, and the game that ended up coming out. Um, or the game that they, they ended up making with it was you know, immaculate. It just took years of years and years. That was the advantage of being the console peasant at that point. By the time it got to us, it was perfect. It was a better game. My God, game. it's perfect. Like I like Torchlight too, but like in retrospect, there's too many skills that are garbage. There's too many things in it that don't really fit together. I would still call that a perfect Diablo game. It was perfect out of the box. But this, they had so much time to just, just get everything right. The loot drops are perfect. You can buff the loot by, like, adding more difficulty levels. Like the, you, you, you try to break the game, and when you break the game, you try to make it harder and try to break it again. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's a puzzle. <laughs> Except, and the only, only criticism I really do have is I'm really glad the Crusader was part of... Uh, a whole massive thing of DLC and not 15 bucks on his own. Otherwise, I would have been really pissed. <laughs> the Crusader was part of DLC? Yeah, I think it was, um, you get it with uh, Reaper, Reaper Souls. Souls. Oh, I didn't know that. It is slow and boring. And mm-hmm. I, I was, I well, did not like that guy. No, did you get him to 70? 
I did, I did, okay. and little because you know I gave it a shot, and it took only four hours to do that. <laughs> but it's just he's. I bet he's fun with like a, a DPS guy behind me, but not solo. I've I've seen solo crusaders do crazy shit once they've been maxed their stuff. It's fun to get like. This one was like every critical summons like a ghost version of yourself, and you can finish a fight with like thirty buddies, copies Whoa. of you, just mauling these guys. That can be fun, but it's it's ugh. once you get up to like a boss or an elite, it's a nightmare. It's <laughs> just a war of attrition. So, remember that uh, Atlantean, you know, guard of the Merfolk people skin that Tracer had? No. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like the blue hair. Is her summer kinda, eh. her scummer skin or something like that? Uh, well, no. What it is is there's one for her, there's one for Genji, and they're called the All All Star skins. Oh, and yeah. I didn't see what was so special about these skins. They just looked kind of dumb, frankly. And the reason they do is because even in game now, when you boot up the game, what's on the front screen is Tracer shooting at Genji, and the camera pans around them against a white background, so it doesn't look all that hot. In game is a completely different thing. Okay. When an enemy see when an enemy sees me, she sees a blue flame night rider coming towards them. <laughs> and that's not hyperbole. Like I've looked at kill cams and I'm like, you can't not shoot at that glowing head. Like it's it, it turns my head into a fucking nightlight. So it's it either it, it simultaneously makes pe- makes it easier to pe- for people to shoot me, but I found it's also if I get a good start to around, it's incredibly intimidating as well. Uh-huh. So they really should have introduced those skins on a fucking black backdrop with the lighting effects of the of, Gen- of Tracer's hair and Genji's flames, because Genji's got flames spurting out the back of his head, they should have shown that, because that's what these skins are about. That's what's cool about these skins. That, and when uh, when I blink, it makes like a sound like a hand cutting, cutting through water, like whoosh! Like, it, it, it is really oh, cool. cool. It is kind of neat. And when, when you rewind, there's like a poof sound. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is like, I, I do kind of love that. I don't know why, but I do. Um, and I actually had some pretty decent games this weekend. There was one where it was a, it was an Oasis match. So it was King of the Hill, uh, best out of, best out of three rounds. The first round we lose. And we don't just lose. I came out of that round with one elimination and three deaths. Ouch. Yes. Not good. I went into oh. the second round, went 30 and 0. <clears throat> Just ridiculous. I ended the match 50 and 7 and we won. It was absolutely fucking incredible. So what changed? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think, I think one of our, I think one of our teammates switched and I don't, I didn't even notice what they switched to. But after that, we, uh, after that, we just kind of stayed alive as a group and, yeah. and got it done. And I had a game on Rialto where, um, I come out of Rialto and I go around a flank, which I always do, and I'm coming up behind the enemy team. And as I do, I hear a tracer start to, ha- or I hear a somber start to hack me. And as soon as I'm hacked as tracer, I'm dead. That's just how it goes. And it takes her 0.65 seconds to execute the hack. So usually you get, someone starts to hack you, you get hacked, unless you see them. If you deal any damage to them or you break line of sight, you can interrupt the hack. She starts to hack me, I blink away, and we duel, and I kick her ass. And then her Moira comes to help her, and I kick the Moira's ass, and then I just end up going on a kill streak. And shortly thereafter, the Sombra comes back, my back is to her, she starts to hand me, she's like, okay, was that, was that just luck the first time? And I turn around and nope. And I kick the shit out of that Sombra again. (laughs) And I ended up going on, again, another massive kill streak. It doesn't end until they pull out a Bridget and a Junkrat to counter me. It was fucking spectacular. And, uh, yeah, I'm having, I'm having good Overwatch games again. Feels really good. 
Yeah, see, and by the time they pull out the double counter, they're wasting other stuff. I mean, there's so much, so many resources are aimed at you. That's right. That the rest of the team can go out and do good work. And they did. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. See, relationships are like cycles. What? Like, eventually, like, a, you fall out. Like, you were having really bad Overwatch games, but now oh, you're back. Oh, mm. okay. Okay. Were you saying you were, it was falling out of favor for you? No, I, no, I didn't. No, the game wasn't falling out of favor, but I was definitely in a rut. Like, I was, oh, okay. um, was that what, what was the word for it? Or not a rut. Um... No, a, a, slump, a slump. A slump. Yeah, a slump. Yeah, okay. I was definitely in a slump yeah. where I just I just was not doing my best. And I certainly had some bad games over the weekend, too. But, yeah, no, it was good. I had one game on Mercy where I killed the enemy Reinhardt three times. It was so good. He must have been so You should pissed. just log out and go to bed at that point. No, it was, it was really good. <laughs> so, I am prepared to tell you that The Walking Dead, the final season, is the best Walking Dead since season one. Woo! That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Walking yes. Dead has a heart again. Oh yes, my god. Absolutely. And I, I can't really talk much about it because I don't want to spoil anything. Obviously. Um, but it's it centers on Clementine and AJ. AJ being the baby from season two that she saved and that she lost in New Frontier and found in between episodes. And AJ has never known a world without zombies. He calls them monsters. Imagine how fucked up a kid is who's grown up in a world like that. And that's who AJ is. I and think that dis- kid would have to be uniquely well-suited to handling it. Uh, he is, but he has a lot of... Like, if you come up behind him and startle him, he just beats the shit out of you because he's got an incredible startle reflex and it mm-hmm. comes back to get him a couple of times. So he's he's not a broken child, but he's a child of this environment and nobody knows quite what to do with him. How old is he? Uh, like six, Like five or six. Okay. So, I mean, some time has passed in between these. Maybe a little younger. It's hard to tell because he acts like an older child, but size-wise he seems like he's four, so I, I can't really tell. Um, but no, it, it's... Here's the thing. Visually, it actually looks good. It runs well. Uh, it's and I'm, I don't know if it's on the same engine or not, but they proved with the last season of Batman they can actually make this work. So it actually runs well. And characters are interesting again. Clementine is... Not as big of a bitch as she was in New Frontier. So it's actually really good. Hmm. And I'm going to be really sad when they kill her. <laughs> is this season four or three? Um, Holy shit. Hold on. Okay, season one is that. Season two is when Kenny... Uh, yeah. There was Michonne, who was an off-season. So season three was New Frontier. This is season four, because Michonne, okay. Michonne was a, a one-off. Yeah, I gave up around halfway through season two. Season two. I'm like I was in like the uh, the uh, Home Depot camp. Season two. Season two has a really gut wrenching gut wrenching ending. Depending on what happens to Kenny. Ooh. Season two is where a lot of people stop playing The Walking Dead. Yeah, I was like Kenny's not alive. Come on. Yeah, no, he he is, but he's not Kenny anymore. Yeah, Kenny and... should. Kenny died. So many, okay, it's, it's far enough past here that I can just say at the end of two, Clementine killed Kenny for in my game. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yeah. Well, because, alright, here. I, I don't, I'll spoil how the, how the ending of season two works. You've got Kenny and Clem and AJ the baby and another female character whose name I have forgotten, who Clem kind of idealizes because she's very independent. Um, she realizes that this baby being around Kenny is really bad, so she hides the baby. And tells Kenny that the baby's dead. 
So Kenny is killing this woman. And Clem's there with a gun. And I hesitated for too long. I didn't get the shot off to save the girl. So Kenny kills this other woman. And then he kind of slumps down and sits there and looks at Clem. And there's quiet. And he says, just just do it. Uh, and Clementine kills him at that point. Wow. And it, it's, it felt like it didn't earn that because Kenny was dead. Kenny dead died in the first game. Exactly. And this new character is, it, it felt like they were, they were really reaching. They were really trying to replicate Clementine shooting Lee, which you can't because Lee is a character that you loved. You like Lee. And you know, I didn't really like Kenny. No, no. Kenny was a dick. Yeah. yeah. You like duck. You didn't like Kenny duck. This kid was fine. Little stupid, but a good kid, mm-hmm. which is kind of the point. Um, so it's, it, I mean, this new this this new season it it reaches a little bit for its climax. You're like, really already this is happening. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it because it's brand new, but it, it's it's legitimately good. We we have not gotten back to um, Tales from the Borderlands or Wolf Among Us. It's not that good, but it is it is as good as they have been with this property since the first season. Easily, I have easily. I have played Tales from the Borderlands twice. Yeah, which is more than I can say for any Telltale game. That's the still that's that's still their high water mark. And after so, that, after so that's funny. Wolf Among Us, and then there's like season one of Walking Dead, and then the Batman ones are actually pretty good. I mean, out of all the stuff they've done, the only one that's actually been shit is uh, um, Game of Thrones. That was terrible. Did anyone do the? Uh, I think they did Back to the Future at some point. That was actually that came out before the first Walking Dead. Is that yeah. Oh my god! The they've been doing this forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they also did at least two seasons of Minecraft story yeah. and stuff, oh, yeah, which I have I not that. played. Yeah. I've heard those are okay. I just, I had zero interest in playing Minecraft, yeah. dude, so I never played it. Oh, dude. Okay, apparently they did like a Jurassic Park thing in like 2007. No, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, they've been in those for a while. I th- Was it Telltale? They might have done a, Wa- a Wallace and Gromit one a long time ago. Yes, they too. did. I played oh, that one. That one bad. wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. It was not the formula that they have established now. It was a very different kind of game. But I was amazed how well they captured like just the voice of that. Oh, yeah, it was it's very so British. specific. Very British, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, so much. So, uh, <clears throat> when it, uh, Nintendo had a little indie, uh, 20 minute indie video the other day talking about a bunch of new indies that are coming to Switch. And one of the ones that they announced at E3, I think it was, a little, a cute little RTS called Bad North. Okay. Where the, the level is a little island in the middle of a, a big ocean. And some boats are coming towards the island. And there are two, uh, squads of yours on the island. And you can select a squad and move them around the island. And you can, like, put them exactly anywhere you want. There's obviously a bunch of cells that uh, that a squad that squads can be placed on. Mm-hmm. And s- just the act of selecting the squad... Like, selecting the squad isn't that bad because you can use R1 and R... Or L1 and L, L, R, L1 and R1 to switch back and forth between your two squads. And then you select one and then you use a pointer to pick where you want it to go. And these, this boat comes to the shore. And if you have a squad there, the squad will intercept the guys getting off the boat and beat them up. And you win. Congratulations. A bunch, <laughs> of, a bunch of coins pop up from any houses that are still standing on the island. You spend those coins on these two portraits that may have something to do with your two squads, but that's not really defined at all. And 
putting coins into those portraits, I have no idea what that did for me. Mm. Then there's another level. I have two squads. There are boats coming towards this <laughs> island. So I position the squads to intercept where the boats are going to arrive. And then I do it two more times, as opposed to just the two squads on the first island. Two more squads show up. So I move guys in order. To, and, and then I beat the second level of Bad North. <laughs> then I shut Bad North down and went back to playing Dead Cells. You, what you've just described is Missile Command. Oh, really? You don't remember Missile Command from the played, Atari? I've heard of it. No, it, yeah, it. I see what you're saying. Like that, you that's, just... that literally is Missile Command. You're intercepting things coming at you. That's all there is to it. Defending cities on the ground, shooting off your anti-missile explosions. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I think I've seen... I, I remember seeing screen or like video of, of that in like 80s movies. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the visuals of that were more interesting to me than this. <laughs> I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is pretty cute because like your little guys don't really have faces, but the guys landing have like skull masks. So I guess that's kind of cute. Did did you buy this? Okay, well, I played it, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but that, that's how I roll. I was hoping there was a demo of it that you didn't get sucked into actually purchasing this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. All right, all right. But, you know, I'll never play it again. Yeah. <laughs> Unle- like, like, there was an article on Kotaku that was like, uh, True North is the RTS genre stripped to its bones. So maybe I'll read some really good reviews that are like, it gets good eventually, and the controls on Switch don't suck. But... Can you use the touchscreen to assign where the guys are going to go? Apparently, yes. Okay. I wasn't going to bother to try because my hands were still kind of achy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Getting all yeah. sucks. I will, oh, well. I've, I've never gotten a gaming-related injury. I'm very thankful for that. Uh, well, you did you ever play with the original Nintendo Entertainment System? I did oh, not. my god! I grew up on the PlayStation with hand grooves. I was spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, that controller was square. It, it had was, sharp corners. It had sharp, sharp corners. The D-pad. Like, I got bruises on my thumbs from the oh, fucking yeah. D-pad on the NES. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we hurt ourselves. We hurt ourselves. I, I, I've strained my hand playing Guitar Hero or Rock oh, Band. I can see that. Yeah. I, will, I, will, I will never get, like, a gaming mouse or anything like that. Like, if, if I need that, I need to slow down. <laughs> I need to go for a walk Re- outside. Reevaluate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I think of the control schemes for some of the characters in Overwatch, and no, I could definitely use a mouse with a bunch of buttons. Oh my god, sniping is just the simplest thing. Well, sniping is, but, you know, for a character like, you know, Tracer's kind of unique in that she's the only character in the game with only four active skills. Okay. Most other characters have between, like, six and eight. What? Yes. Bastion has, like, three. Bastion has uh, has transform, yeah. Uh, heal, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Um, and his ult. That's... So actually, wow, I never thought of that. Uh-huh. Oh no, but he also has a he also has a passive. So that that's kind of five. What's um, passive? The passive is ironclad. Is oh, right. when yeah when he's in turret yeah when, when he's he transformed takes yeah thirty percent yeah. less damage. That's why I chose to play Bastion because I didn't have to worry about a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he's a, he's a relatively simple character, but actually, no, exactly. Bastion's Bastion was actually the only like I was like, holy shit, is he actually right? There's another character with only four. No, Bastion technically has five, and uh, and yes, yeah, right. Just rewind, shoot, and pulse bomb, and re- rewind, shoot, blink, and pulse bomb. That's all she's yeah. got. She is literally the simplest character in the game. Every other <laughs> yeah. character has more abilities. So how would a mouse improve? Well, not for Tracer, but for everyone oh. else. Plus, it would allow me to have more voice lines mapped. Yeah, he would bind. He would bind more emotes. That's right. What he would do. Yeah. Well, not emotes anymore. I can't emote anymore. Oh man, you I can just blink. have them on your numpad. Have nine ready to go. <laughs> too, too slow. 
I still can't believe there's not a voice line, what you looking at? That's all I want, is a voice line where I go, what you looking at? And then stick someone with the pulse bomb. That'd be hilarious. I'd love that. Or when you're taunting a, a sniper, what you looking at? Move behind something. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that in one of the ads? Um, no, it's the... Which like shows up behind Widowmaker? The announcement. That's in the announcement trailer. Yeah, that was the first uh, one. I was like, hey, they're making the Incredibles too. No. Yeah. No, actually, that, that announcement trailer was really fucking good. It was. Yeah, it, it kind of got me interested, and I don't even, like... I, I hadn't played a Blizzard game in decades, or a decade at least. Yeah. And not only that, but some people suggest that there's actually a hint as to Tracer's sexuality in it, because there's a moment where she looks at Widowmaker's butt and goes, hmm. Just, it's you very subtle. It's very subtle, but it's there. And it's appreciated. Mm. That, that was her opening volley. If people yeah. get mad about this, they're going to get mad about this. <laughs> so, uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Um, I'm still playing Octopath Traveler. Oh, I'm Meh. sorry. Meh. Yeah. Yeah, Here's man. the thing. It will not be difficult to stop playing Octopath Traveler to play Guacamelee 2. That's all, that's all there is to say about that. And I have not yet started up We Happy Few. Because I'm not ready for that. Not really. That, well, that was all. heartbreaking. I'm not yeah. ready for that. But and here's the thing: Microsoft just bought that fucking studio. Yep. Whoops. Well, I what mean, if, like, if you just rein in, like, pick something. Pick. You cannot have a non-linear story that works, or at least we're not at the point where a insanely talented short story writer can make that work. Like, just like I, I think it's a good linear game that drowned in a bunch of mechanics they didn't know how to work with. No, the the nonlinear thing was in there for that years. That was the beginning, yeah. Yeah, for years it was roguelike. They, they should have. It was originally a, ro- a pure roguelike. It never worked. They should have found something else to do. Hmm. Uh, it's it's sitting here. I'll play it eventually, and not for long, probably. <laughs> Qu- question for the group: Did Alex just mute himself, or is he gone? No, I'm ready. Oh, okay, because you just went like full silent. We're good. Um, we have not been betrayed by the internet yet today. I'm, 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 I'm getting hungry though. Just, just Ooh. starting up, just seeing Ground like the one. first five minutes of Guacamelee Two. After this, I want to fucking play Guacamelee Two. But I also know that in the last couple days, I've had, I have had some incredible clips against Ferris, where I just dance around these fucking Ferris who are supposed to hard counter me. And kick their ass, and I really want to turn that into a clip show. And I know if I don't do it now, I'm gonna I'm gonna forget where the footage is, and I'm gonna lose it. And I'm really torn about this, frankly. <laughs> really torn. Thankfully, right. that last that last video I put up was not my best. So, so whatever I do next, no way to be go, but up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still thought it was pretty funny, but yeah. Mm. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Now it is time for headlines. I don't have anything else to say about Octopath Traveler. Headline. <laughs> <clears throat> In Overwatch news, a Doomfist premium statue was announced today, leapfrogging the dozens of heroes who came before him. Eh. Like, I would probably, you know, if they put out a really good Zenyatta statue, I would probably check that out. Ooh, I do like Zen. Just the Zen's design. Awesome. The design of Zen was actually one of the first things that made me want to play Overwatch. It was, the, it was seeing him throw orbs around and talking about, like, peace be upon you and shit like that. Well, that would have <laughs> to with multiple arms, I assume. Yeah, I have never seen... Nah, I don't think so. I, I just want him in like his his meditating pose or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah. amazing. And then they showed Tracer gameplay. And I was like, well, I'll never be able to do that. But that, that monk sure looked cool. Yeah. 
his uh, waiting animation where like all his little balls like do like little uh, like negative yeah. chimes ding, is ding, I ding, love ding. it yes. so much. Yeah, his his is one of the f- I think it's the only sit animation. Well, no, Divas also has something like that where she sits down and plays a video game on a screen that's projected in front of her mech. But yeah, Zenyatta's is like like people come and sit down and look at Zenyatta's when you do it. Yeah, nice. Uh, a new animated short will be shown at Gamescom on Wednesday, August 22nd. People are hoping for D.Va, but... I miss the Team Fortress ones of those. Yeah, those were good. Did we, so get funny. One for every, did we get one for every hero, though? Yes, we mm. finally got one for the... the, the I think the uh, the Pyro was the last yeah, one. Yeah, the last one was the Pyro. That was a crazy I, one. It only took 14 years. <laughs> uh, and finally, there will be a free weekend this weekend, August 23rd to 27th, on all platforms. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It was a free weekend like two weeks ago, PC only. It was weird. We huh. get some nice stuff every once in a while. Uh, and that's Overwatch news. <clears throat> uh, Nintendo announced a bunch of indie news in a video prior to the opening of, opening of GamesCon in Germany. Uh, Morphe's Law and Bad North are both available right now. Don't get Bad North. Uh, Prison Architect and Nintendo Switch Edition will land on the Switch later this summer. The Gardens Between will launch on September 20th. Windjammers and Windjammers 2 will come in 2019. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom will come out November 6th. Now, that is not Monster Boy and the Dragon's Trap. That's a brand new game. It's not a port? It's actually a new Monster Boy? It is a new Monster Boy. So I'm wondering if it will play differently than the last one, which played like an 8-bit game because it was literally an 8-bit game. Yeah. 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 So if this actually looks like a good fun game as opposed to a game from 30 fucking years ago, I might check it out. (laughs) Uh, Moonlighter is coming this autumn. Awesome looking action RPG roguelike Children of Morta coming early 2019. I am fucking thrilled about that. Children of Morta is like a hyperlight drifter to me, where they promised it would land on Vita. I was super hyped to play it on Vita, and then they just stopped talking about it on Vita. Um, and this is a roguelike. You won't fucking like it, but it's like pixel art Diablo with randomly generated areas, kind of. Okay. Yes. And How many? Apparent, 2D? 2D? 3D? Uh, top-down 2D. Okay. Yeah. Like, go go watch some gameplay. It is really beautiful pixel art, really frantic. Are you talking uh, like Suikoden? Sort of like sprite work? Uh, in, well, I think Suikoden is a really terrible example of it. I think, um. And that was pretty. Uh, Hyperlay Drifter would be a far better example of pixel art, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like pixel art, but not like a sprite thing? Pixels and sprites are kind of the, the same, same thing. thing. Are they? Yeah. 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 Uh, a, well, a, pixel, a, pi- like... a pixel is a two dimensional image. Well, yeah, but, well, intentionally all things are but pixels unless you're using, like, voxels. Oh, okay. But I was, I was okay, thinking, yeah. like, 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 sprites Pic- can be, like, moving work, works of, like, Artistry. Yeah, p- p- pixel art uses sprites. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, watch some gameplay of that like um, Rock Paper Shotgun has just been filleting that game since it wasn't early access. They know good shit. They do, and and yeah, they've said very very good things about it. This War of Mine will launch in November. I will finally play this War of Mine. I've have got it on PS4 not and just. Fun? Say what? How <laughs> how have a tentative worrying experience that teaches you more about your capacity to love. Yeah. It's like, you don't really have fun with that game. <laughs> uh, Streets of Rogue is coming. What would you go through to feed a child? Horrible things. Uh, Everspace Stellar Edition is coming in December. Baba is You will come this autumn. Slay the Spire in early 2019. Yeah. Night Call in early 2019. Terraria in early 2019. A Hat in Time is coming. Ooh, I've never really... played that. If, yeah. if you've never tried Terraria, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not great. 
I got a lot of time out of it. I'd never tried Minecraft, so like almost all of that was new to me. And I threw a solid twenty hours at it. Um, I I did enjoy what little I played of uh, PlayStation Four. What little I played of Hat in Time on PS Four. Um, but uh, but I I kind of knew that I did want to play it on Switch, and I just assumed it would end up there eventually. So I'm kind of glad that's happening. Death's Gambit also announced for Switch. But it is sitting at 69 with four critical reviews on P- yeah, PS4. Yeah, it's on PS4. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Sitting at 69, mm-hmm. but 78 for PC for some reason, based on six critics. Not many people have reviewed this game. <laughs> anyway. Get on that. No, so, okay. yeah, tons of, a ton more indies are coming to Switch, and but some of them might be good, but... No date for... Yeah, no date for Mark of the Ninja Remastered, but, you know, that's multi-platform, whatever. No date for Hyperlight Drifter. The fact that we don't have a date at this point for Hyperlight Drifter is crushing to me. How is it going to come out summer? It's not. No. Summer ends in two weeks. It's going to come out like opposite Red Dead 2. Fucking 2019. <laughs> uh, Supergiant Games, the folks who made Until Dawn, announced a series of AAA narrative-driven horror games under a banner called The Dark Pictures Anthology. The first one will be called A Man of Medan, and it looks... Exactly like Until Dawn, except it's set in a boat. Uh, it's multi-platform, and it'll come for P- PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Yeah, I, I I swear a lot of the facial animations were like right out of Until Dawn. It looked like it could have been DLC. Yeah, like it it looks exactly like Until Dawn, and Until yeah. Dawn was a pretty good. Which looking is game. fine. That game yeah. was fine. Like I I mean I think maybe the environmental effects aren't quite up to what they were in Until Dawn, but Until Dawn was like a Sony back triple A. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry got a bunch of new gameplay on a new trailer at Gamescom today. It will launch on March 8th, 2019. Did you guys watch that trailer? Yeah, eh. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, it's very eh. I'm, so, I'm amazed how eh I was on that trailer. The music was not great. Well, that's classic Japanese kind of, Devil May Cry music. It was kind of weightless. Didn't really. rock. <laughs> yeah. It felt like it was almost original Devil May Cry. No, we're going to update it. No, this isn't as interesting. This is actually kind of weak sauce. But I think I think if I ignored the trailer and just went and watched 15 minutes of gameplay, I'd probably like it more. Yeah, it was a lot of, it was a little bit of gameplay and a lot of that new chick driving that car, which was nothing. Yeah, what was up with that? That was that was two thirds of the trailer, and that's riding around in the van. Yep, that that looks that is not gameplay. Yep, you said this this is not what you thought said this trailer was. Uh, Saints Row the Third is getting a Switch port. I never played any of the Saints Row games. I really. Not a one. I, the thing I, is, I bet you I'd enjoy him, too. I wanted to you like would. three so much, but it just got so boring. Hmm. I love the first like hour and a half of it. That was some funny shit. And I then it's just... you talked about Saints Row games before. I, I, I'm not a fan. No, I thought Chamberlain talked about Saints no. Row games before. No, I played Agents of Mayhem, and that was not good. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, I never played any of the Saints Row games. I, can't, I, I still can't believe they got away with these same open area for like two games. Well, when you have weapons that are giant dildos, yeah. people don't focus much on other stuff. I've appreciated no, I... from afar what they did with like the Mass Effect parody, but <laughs> that, was, that was some funny shit. Just uh, having Keith David as himself. Nice. Uh, heavy metal sci-fi side-scrolling shooter Valfaris, which I'm pretty sure is the next thing from the guys that made Slain Back from Hell, huh. uh, is getting a Switch port. I've never played either of those. Slain was that. pretty bad. Okay. It felt very 8-bit in terms of how it controlled. And the fact that death was like one hit away did not make that a good thing. 
Yeah. Like, it had generous checkpoints, but it didn't matter. Like, it just wasn't much fun to play. Okay. It looked amazing. Looked incredible. But, anyway. Uh, I th- actually, I think this is Desperados 3. Desperados 3 was announced. Um, so, d- did you ever see any gameplay of, of Shadow Tactics, uh, Blades of the Shogun? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, imagine that, but in the Old West. Okay. That's Desperados 3. Turn-based, sure. uh, kind of stealth tactics. Um, it was made by the same studio, and they put out a trailer that I saw, like, last night, uh, all the games beta, grabbed a copy of it before it was officially released. And yeah, it does a great job, the trailer does a great job of suggesting what these games are like, because it's like two guys square off in a, in a town square. <laughs> and the hero draws, and the bad guy draws, but the hero shoots the bad guy, and then one of the bad guy's buddy pops up and shoots the hero. And then two guys square off. <laughs> and, the, and the good guy draws, and the bad guy draws, the good guy shoots the bad guy, somebody else draws on the good guy, but a guy on this roof shoots that guy. And then a third guy pops up and kills the good guy. And then two guys square off. And it repeats this <laughs> until they get it right. And that's very much what these games are. <laughs> so so it was a good trailer. It was a really good trailer. All right. That is basically how I play XCOM, and I I was mad that how well that understood me. You save you save XCOM. I do, all the time. Oh, shit, reload. Oh, shit, reload. Yeah. Oh, shit, reload. And it's amazing how much fun that game remains to be. Uh, Hollow Knight will get a, will get ports to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One due to arrive spring 2019. Also, the final DLC pack has been renamed to Godmaster, coming to all currently supported platforms on August 23rd. That would look gorgeous on a big screen. It really will. But I probably won't buy it. I don't play indies on PS4 anymore. Except for Guacamelee. Probably That's just making you. 4K. Is it coming to Switch? Um, yes. What, Godmaster? Yeah. Yeah, all, oh, no, all... the uh, Guacamelee. N- no. Well, not announced. Not yet. But given okay. that Drinkbox aren't morons, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, like it damn well should, because if they want to sell their indie, you need to put it on Switch. Um, from Software's ninja action game Sekiro Shadows Die Twice will launch worldwide on March 22nd, 2019. Yeah, have fun with that. I will. Alex will do. <laughs> Uh, Castlevania spiritual successor Bloodstained Ritual of the Night has been delayed to 2019, and the Vita version's been cancelled. I wouldn't want to follow Hollow Knight either. Yep. <laughs> Different kinds of games. No, they're both Metroidvanias. Okay, but to I guarantee help. you Castlevania's going to be like, a lot more forgiving and have actual checkpoints. Mm, I feel In terms like of like, just exploration, they're pretty... They're not... He's not going to make a game... As inaccessible as Hollow Knight. Well, Symphony, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is nothing if not accessible. Okay, what was, uh, what was not I would have been completely lost if I didn't have the map in front of me the entire time. But you had, what, no, no you, Castlevania the game was makes inaccessible as shit, and the combat yeah, was way harder than Hollow Knight, man. Oh my it god, is not. it Symphony is. Symphony of the Night was no, easy. No, maybe no. maybe it was when you were playing it when you were fucking twelve or some shit. Because well, I knew. Thank you. I was like eighteen or nineteen when, when that came out. When I, I checked it, fine with your with your finely tuned eighteen year old reaction time. I was like <laughs> thirty five when I first checked out Symphony of the Night. That game kissed my ass. Fuck that. Did game. you ever finish Symphony of the Night? No. What? No, you never because got to the it was, it was oh, too man, hard dude. and it wasn't very fun. It was not too hard. And the Flip Castle was awesome. And not so very good. Fun. And I can assure you that it was too hard because I'm someone who beat Hollow Knight and got the true ending. Yeah, that's beat not the, that's not easy. Beat the White Palace. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that Symphony of the Night game is too hard and no fun. It's well. It helps if you know where to get that crystal fist thing. Speechless. 
No, not speechless. I've tried to, I've tried to, to, to explain and understand your definition of hard. Uh, Castlevania Symphony itself, No, it... What is the penalty for dying in Symphony well, of the Night? Well, it, it's not so much that. It's you like go back you, to your last save room and lose nothing. Yeah, you go we, back to the last save room. It, it, it doesn't tell you where to go. Like Once it becomes more complicated than going left to right or up and down, you have to find like really specific areas. It's a slog. No. Yeah, yeah it's just like a slog no. of wandering around aimlessly. No, where you the are fuck gated, is the next area? You're gated off by the abilities you have, same as any other. And there's no fucking game. fast travel. Uh-uh. Like what yes, is there this? is. There is totally fast travel it's, between save it's, points maybe between the red rooms. In the whole game, dude. No, there's a lot more than that. No, no, no that, that, those, that those game, red that game is with, bullshit. Like, the in it, there. it doesn't even want me to have fun. How that game ever that became a success is totally is beyond a, me. The only people who could enjoy that game classic. are masochists. No, I love that masochists. That game, but saying it's harder than not as hard as Hollow Knight, I take umbrage. It's harder it's than Hollow Knight. It's not nearly as hard as Hollow Knight. It's way more obtuse. It's way more what? obtuse. It's way yeah. more obtuse no. than Hollow Knight. I know yeah, Hollow Knight never tells you where to go. He doesn't have to. never tells you where to go. Neither does Symphony of the Night. But at least Symphony of the Night gives you a map. So does Hollow Knight. So does Hollow Knight. But you got to grind for like, an hour to earn it, and then grind. it doesn't even update. It grind. doesn't update automatically. No, you got to sit at the bench to write on your map. You have to find the map maker. Follow his And if you die without... If you die without getting to that thing, you've lost all the map. Simply that night, maps it as you go. Sucks. Oh god! It doesn't. It doesn't suck. If we I'm were not in the going same room, far. I would. I do like would that be game a, quite a bit. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, oh you're like you're in a different country. I it does. Totally just. Oh. It's such a bad game. It's not no. such a bad game. It's a very good Stop game. Stop triggering me. Knock it off. Overrated. It's I'm not playing overrated. it tonight. I'm going to play it instead of Guacamelee. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> easier than Hollow Knight. Oh, like I'm looking forward to Guacamelee too. Yeah. <clears throat> so long. That's going to be awesome. Darkest Dungeon developer Red Hook say they've handed over the code for the most recent expansion, The Color of Madness, to Porting Houses, Builtworks, and Knockout Games, and they're currently in the process of internally testing the console ports. Cool. I've, I've had such a new appreciation just how much ridiculous R&D it takes to port something. Yeah. Like I'm really glad that Builtworks built works exists. Frankly, I've played yeah. a lot of their games. <laughs> I think that's how that's how Gearbox started out, just doing the grunt work, porting Halo to PC. That's not Gearbox. Yeah, that was them. Okay, that was yeah, the first I, thing. I believe that. Uh, Forza Horizon 2 will be declared end of life on September 30th. The game and its DLC will no longer be available for purchase from the Xbox Store, but people who've already bought it will still be able to download it. This is actually, I mean, is it is it heinous? Of course it's heinous, but it actually is, it fits their pattern of sunsetting older versions of the Forza series. Like, Forza 5 is already gone. Nobody noticed. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because 6 and 7 are out now, so they only keep the last couple available. You see, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like it either. I think it's bad. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I, I think it's really important. I think once you reach that point with a game is you decide you can't sell it anymore... It should be, like, officially archived somewhere. Like, there should well, be a museum of game code. This doesn't affect physical copies. I mean, if you went out and bought a, bought a copy of the game, you could still play it. Yeah, it's but... It's no longer available digitally. But those physical copies are on uh, media that has a lifespan. Yeah. A DVD has, I believe, a 10-year lifespan. Wouldn't surprise me if I went and checked out some of my uh, old PS2 games. They've probably got those fucking dots all over the discs. Uh, Disc drive, right? Yeah. Here, magic. I'm going to look at mine. I got them hidden in this little cupboard. I actually have a PS2 game I could look at right now. Yeah, okay. I'm afraid to go look right. at it. No, no, crack it open. Do it. Do it. All right, hold on. I got, I got to walk away I from this Final thing. Hold Fantasy on. I'll, wait, 12. Okay, here we go. Uh, looks good. Really? Yeah, it looks fine. Final Fantasy 12 was a long-ass time ago. Yeah, that was uh, 2006. I got it because I couldn't find um, Okami. 
Yeah. I'm super sad if I open these up and they're bad. I've got I've got a copy of, of Cul-de-Sept on the PlayStation 2, which I'll never get to play again. Okay. And it looks pristine. God damn it. And I have a copy of Phantom Dust for the original Xbox, which I'll also never get to play again, with its receipt in here. I thought I saw a smudge on Ratchet Deadlocked. It is actually and a PlayStation insignia. That's kind Phantom of faint. Phantom Dust is also pristine. Yeah, oh. looks good. Oh, it was 100% that, that DVDs and CDs had some sort of like life expectancy. It is kind of weird that Ratchet and Clank has copy protection on it, and uh, Final Fantasy XII doesn't. That is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still think that I still think that there should be like a digital archive. Oh, I I hundred percent agree. Have you heard about the uh, crystals they're making? They're making like crystals that can hold data forever. Cool. Whoa. Yeah, I know. And it, they they just basically they shoot a laser into a crystal and it plays music. Yeah, but awesome. But, then how, but how could could you read and write? Could you rewrite the data in the crystal? Can you actually use I don't, it? I don't a, know how the operating system works, but allegedly, like one of these, it's like they're kind of like a like two petri dishes stacked on each other, size and shape wise, mm-hmm. and they can hold. It was like twelve terabytes or something crazy. Oh, it's the fucking fortress of solitude, that's, man. That's, that's awesome. what they're designing it after. That's awesome. <laughs> they weren't even they weren't even going to hide that. So, you know, we're totally making fortress of solitude shit over here. <laughs> okay, no, explain that to me. Is that like the a Superman? Yeah, yeah, but I'm what do you, what do you, with what the Fortress of Solitude is. But is twelve terabytes somehow significant to that? Like, no, that's just a I'm lot talking of about the crystals. Oh, I'm talking oh, about okay. he actually puts the crystals in to play things. Okay, yeah, um, like uh, that's like permanent record of humanity. Yes. Uh, eight and sixteen-bit classic platformer, The Messenger, which has a lot of po- very positive buzz all year, and I've never actually seen gameplay that was like, oh yeah, I got to play that. Like it wasn't like Hollow Knight. Uh, we'll come to PC and Switch on August thirtieth. Okay. Thing is, I there hasn't been an indie since Hollow Knight that has gotten such uniformly positive buzz prior to release as The Messenger. I don't understand it. Hmm. It's like Ninja Gaiden again. Whatever. Uh, apparently, Fox, me, I said I said twelve terabytes. I'm sorry. It was three hundred sixty terabytes worth of data. That's more terabytes. That's a lot That's more a lot terabytes. terabytes. A lot more. That is more data than I could possibly ever accumulate. Yeah. That, that that may be some of the porn that's available on the internet. It's definitely a fraction of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a percentage, a small percentage, but a percentage. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. uh, apparently Fox, uh, Fox Studios and director McGee of Charlie's Angels fame are working on a TV adaptation oh, of it's, Don't Nod's It's just Lampier. MCG. He, he demands to be go, go by MCG. He goes by MCG? Yep. He's he is something else. He sounds like it. Yep. Like he sounded like it ever since you saw directed by McGee. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I I want. I'm going to call him that in the coming forward. But no, he was the first person to fuck up. Trans- um. Oh, not Transformers. Jesus Christ, Terminator. He did. Oh, was it him? Salvation, the one with Christian Bale. It was so bad. Yeah, it's really fucking bad. Really bad. And he did Chuck, which was okay. I've heard of that- Chuck. It's okay. Doesn't yeah. age great. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Dia- finally, Diablo 3 was officially announced for Switch. It will contain all expansions and DLC, run at 60 frames per second, and native 720p resolution in handheld mode. It will cost the same as a full-price game, and it has no release date yet, but apparently it is coming 2018. I wonder how the Vita will handle those crowds. The Vita, Switch the, the Switch. It runs 60 frames per second, they say. Okay. And the thing Mike. about Diablo, think about how it scales. Like, turn your resolution scale, scaler down, your detail scaler down on the PC. It can do that. Yeah. yeah. The models are not that impressive. See, 
My question is, are they going to do anything to the UI at all? Because that's going to get kind of small. Um, to read like item descriptions or, or just know, reading the just loot damage numbers. Yeah. Because uh, like God. I've got a big ass monitor, and sometimes it's hard. Yeah, and and there are some games where that's that's really striking. That uh, I, I mean, I can't think of one, but I have played games where it's really clear that they did not optimize these menus for the handheld. Yeah. Um, and well, yeah, like they had to just completely redesign the game for a controller. That's right, and this is this is using the same controls. Like, and I, I'm mad I can't play that game on my PC. It's great. I, I wish I could. You play can't just for... remap the controls on PC to reflect what. No. Well, I'm sure there's a way to hack that, but I don't. Joy feel like Two Key probably. It. Yeah, Joy Two Key would probably work, but I don't feel. Yeah. I don't know if, like the game. That's would a lot work. of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I might be need. I I I cannot get nine hotkeys on a controller, and <laughs> I kind of need them. That sucks. Yeah. But but, but there's way, only like there's only like four inputs though. It's it's it, it could a little bit. Diablo three on a handheld is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't pay for Titan Quest. No, no, Diablo III is a better game than that. Yes. I mean, I have a soft spot for Titan Quest, but yeah, there's, that's no contest. <laughs> like, I, I thought I got that game, then I tried The Wizard, and I'm like, oh, I fucking love this game. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a good time. Good time. But, man, if that comes out the same day as Hyperlight Drifter, sorry. Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. All right. Like, I've already, I've gotten uh, at least two characters to 70 on Diablo 3 on PS4. So, you know, I've played a lot of Diablo 3, not as much as you, but I've played a lot of Diablo 3. What's your Paragon? Uh, I don't even know. Maybe a hundred something. I've gotten to the point where, like, every time you get, like, to a certain level, you get, like, different portrait frames, like, you know, Overwatch. And every time you do it, there's, like, a quote from, like, you know, the devs. I give you a little message, and they get increasingly sarcastic. And... I think the one I'm up to is, your friends called us. They're really impressed. Really. Period. <laughs> okay, Blizzard. It's just nice. starting to hurt. <laughs> so, is that headlines? Are we done? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the last of it. Give me a brief reaction to Matt Groening's new oh, Netflix yeah. series. Uh, Positive. Not bad. Positive? Okay. Not bad. I finished it. What's it called again? I, I already forgot. Disenchanted. I thought Thank it was disenchanted you. for a long time. No. What is it? It's, dis- it's disenchant? Disenchantment. 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 Yes. Okay. okay. I like and a lot about it, but it needs some work. Okay. Now, maybe, maybe we should defer to Alex on this, but I kind of half-watched it. I did the thing where I'm playing Dead Cells on my Switch, and it's playing on the TV. So the only episode I actually paid attention to was the, was the season finale, which I really liked. It's not my favorite. Well... The thing is, every time I looked to the screen, I really enjoyed what was going on. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and the one that keeps, that sticks out in my head for some reason that I've been quoting to people at work today was, um, there's, I love the little visual gags in, um, you know, The Simpsons or Family Guy or shit like that. The, the store names are incredible. Yes. And they, uh, they're, the, the elf, the, the elf, the princess and the demon walk into, uh, haunted woods together. And there's a sign on the outside of the haunted woods that says, beware of racist antelope. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. <laughs> and they go they go into the woods and there's, you know, some some story progression inside the woods and that night they make a fire and they all curl up together and go to sleep. Well, no, like and the, the best af- part well, about I'm not that done. I'm not done. Yeah. After they fall asleep, an antelope prances through the clearing, looks down, goes, "An elf and a human." 
That ain't right. And then <laughs> prances away. <laughs> but no, like, like the design of like that, that scene where like the fire is Lucy the demon and he's just on fire oh, and yeah, chilling out. Yeah, it's a great visual. And he's like rolling fire in around his hands and making it like disappear. And it's just like when it when it's on point, it's on point. But there is a there's not a lot of filler, but there's material that needed more work, I think. Mm. Like, the story structure, it tries to do, like, a big, like, twist. Not so much a twist, but like a betrayal at the end. It doesn't really earn. It just kind of brings it no, up. No, it, it, it felt pretty brutal to me. It was good. Yeah, it was like, good. I, and, I, and, like, you know that, you know, you know that they're going to undo this at the beginning of season two, or maybe yeah. by the end of season two. Well, and I, mean, I want I want to see that happen. I do. I didn't see, there was a death I didn't see coming. Yes. That was pretty good. Um, and and I, I like the character Elfo. The thing is, he's Fry. Elfo yeah. is Fry. Well, he, he's he's a nicer, he's a more sheltered fry. Yeah, and okay. So what what Elfo is is the story begins with this one elf in the magical elf kingdom who's just not happy here, and all these other elves are making candy all day and singing songs about how much they love working, and he just doesn't. He just sees this as a mental illness. Like <laughs> like the, not only that, but our economy makes no sense. Like he's 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 the rogue elf that none of the all the other elves are like. You with the fucking program, man. You're a bad seed. Yeah, Does he want to be a pretty dentist? Brutal- it's a pretty brutal takedown of Midwest America, and he's uh, and so he d- he decides to get out of get out of the enchanted elf village, and he ends up in the quote real world where things are terrible and people are dying of dysentery and shit, and he is just an innocent child of nature. He thinks that everything is wonderful and everyone's his friend, even though in his world he was like the rebel without a cause. <laughs> I wish to replace all the diseases on Earth, cure all the diseases on Earth, and replace them with the worst ones. Also, I want Elfo to die alone. Are you making fun of my dreams? That's what friends do. <laughs> yeah. There's some killer one-liners in here, and I, yeah. I almost never focus on one-liners. But like, as much if the story wasn't working for me, I would laugh out loud eventually, and that's not something I do a lot. Like, there was yeah, some right. really funny shit in here. Yeah, no, it's 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 solid. Um, yeah, it's solid. I like it. Yeah. I'm glad it's there. Okay, okay. Like the, I, I thought the king was gonna. It's a pretty obvious Trump parody at first, but then he becomes a more interesting character. I like what they did with him. Oh, to to me, it's I just like hearing Joe, uh, Joe, John DiMaggio. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, I just like hearing him go. Yeah, like 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 the only reason why the laughing horse thing was funny is because his laugh is just funny. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> that was disturbing. Like, yeah, no, it's like, we made the shampoo that makes animals laugh. I'm like, why? God, I love the show. <laughs> and then, like, for the rest of the season, there's a horse that just bursts out, like, gah, gah, and then his face goes blank, like a horse. And I love it. <laughs> no, it is, it is good. But I, and, right. but I do need to actually, like, give it attention and actually watch it. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll find some time to check um, it out. We'll Abby see. Jacobson kills as a lead. She's really good. Yes. Yeah, she is, she is solid, and it's, um, it's nice to see. I mean, th- there's a lot of cartoons that are aimed at, um, um, aimed at showing uh, a good female lead. Mm-hmm. This is a great female lead. Yeah, this like, is an absolute great female lead. There's like a, a yeah, a montage very... of her at a party trying to get a dance, and it is just so oh, so close to home. Everything that happens to her trying to get a dance. Yeah, and she's um um. She, she's very much her own person. She's deeply flawed. She is fucked up. <laughs> like she has some, she has some real, real problems. And I think she's a great example of a strong female character. Yeah, yeah. She's just, she's got a lot of complexity, and I like the fact that she's not hot. 
Yeah, I, I already like her more than Leela. Yeah, yeah, because Leela was like Leela. Be, beyond, like we only got to Leela's vulnerability kind of later. Yeah, and Leela was just introduced as just so capable and smart and badass, and she was always smart and badass. She never stopped being smart and badass. But she didn't really get complex until much later. Uh, Bean is already quite complex and quite interesting. And she's got buck teeth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll check it out. No, it's good. It is good. I wish they did more with the demon, with Eric Andre. They kind of just... I agree. They set him up and did not pay it off. Well, I feel like that payoff is coming further down the road. Like, that is the very long game. That is a very love, long game. I love show. his design. I love how like he's two dimensional all the yes, time. Yes, yes, it's a really interesting choice. Yeah, like you, like all his limbs are visible. Always, <laughs> always. There's never, there's never an arm behind his back. Like both limbs will like stick out in front at like right angles almost. It's, <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird, and it's, it's and a like, really cool design. When like a light shone on him, his his uh, shadow is uh, a reverse. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's really neat. It, no, it, it deserves it's... more attention. It's not as good. As, like, no, the see, best of The Simpsons or the Futurama. But that never happened till season three for both of those shows. But the thing is, I think this I think this might be a stronger start than the I opening so of too. The Simpsons or Futurama. I, I think this will stand up to repeat viewings better. I, I don't like the first season of Futurama anywhere near as much as two or three. Yeah. No, it's like the, well, the pilot's Season good. one of The Simpsons is hard to watch yeah. now, honestly. It's, it's not... It's, it's also not as an expensive show as Futurama was. Like, Futurama had all the money in the world poured into it, and it's a much better pilot. Yeah. But this show does a lot more with less, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, this has some really good acting in it. Anything that puts Matt Berry as, like, a pompous idiot, I'm, I'm loving. That dude is amazing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's, like, remember, like, he, get, this, he plays a character that gets, like, turned into a pig, and, like, he's trying to, like, date in one episode. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll find you, a, the demon's like, I'll find you a date. But I have to ride you like a dog, and he's like, "I'll welcome the touch." He's <laughs> just so lonely, and yet still at the same gear of pompous idiot. Yeah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> no, it's all right. It is. Yeah, all right. Maybe I'll check that out. Hopefully, I can get that done before Castlevania season two comes out. Oh, it's like two months. In fact, okay. today there was a counter that said sixty-six days. That better be good. I uh, well, I, it'll be as Did good as like the, the first, first season. Oh yeah, the first season was awesome. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy. The first season had one good fight an episode, and that fight was fucking incredible. I don't watch a lot of anime, so to me it was pretty cool. I haven't watched anime in a long time. Is it written by white guys? I don't or is it a know. Japanese production? I have no idea. Hmm. Investigation, but not today. Does yeah. it matter though? I have no idea. Um, I thought it was fun. Well, it, it wasn't made by an animation studio that I can point to and say that those guys did. It's not like fucking Trigger. Like, I can't say the Trigger did it or, or you know, whatever. Gynax or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So I got. Yep. Well, you guys go back to playing Dead Space, or Dead, not Dead Space, Dead uh, Excuse Souls. me, I have These names are starting to run together and it is becoming are, a problem. Yeah. Dead Space, yeah. Dead Souls, Dark Souls, Dead Cells, Dark Cells. Did you see, Guacos last bit, did, did, did you see the announced... Um, um, Dark Souls trilogy to come out yes. on the same day on Dark Souls trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One releases the same day as Dark Souls One on Switch. Yeah, does that come with Scholar? Yes, it's everything. Yeah, Scholar. I love the remix. I don't know what a remix of Scholar is. I know Scholar of the First Sin is DLC. Yeah, uh, Scholar of the First Sin was like they remixed like all the enemy layouts from, oh. from vanilla Dark Souls Two, and it was fucking brilliant. Oh, okay, okay. 
So, <coughs> something else to look forward to for you guys. All right. That's a wrap, I think. I think. Sure. Yeah. All right. Alex, thanks for being here. I hope I don't, you guys don't hear the echo I hear. Hopefully, we uh, we haven't harshed your buzz too much. No, no, no. I've, if anything, I've sobered up. This is good. No, I needed okay. this. Okay. <laughs> Chance, thanks for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. <laughs> <laughs>